How do children's authors build strong book businesses and grow their impact? By hanging out with Lori here on The Writer's Way. Hello again, writers. Thanks so much for tuning in to me this week. I think I have a good one for you. Short, sweet, actionable, uh, effective, just the way that I like to do podcast episodes. My friends, it is springtime, which means it's time to clean your digital house, okay? So now either you're at your computer and you can pause me and do this along with me or grab a pen and grab a paper and make a note. Actually, you know what? I'm going to make this into a blog post because I think this is something you might want to come back to and do often. So um, so watch for the blog post coming out sometime between now and Christmas. Okay, first step to cleaning your digital house, everybody. Now, I'm going to give you five things. Let's back up for a minute. I'm going to give you five things to do that will help make your online experience better. I'm really um, bad for this. I... I I go on social media and I'm really quite passive, meaning I just consume, read, scroll. I don't do anything to actively curate my feed that often. I forget to do it, which is why I need to make the podcast to remind myself. Um, but, um, but I'm guilty of that. Just like I'm guessing a lot of you are. You don't have to put up with crazy antibody posts. You don't have to put up with ads for, um, grass fertilizer. You don't have to put up with people who are obviously not real humans. There's things you can do to curate your experience and to have a more active role when you're online. And so that's what I'm going to share with you today. Okay, should have said that first. Starting now, your first step. So now (laughs) back up again. (laughs) Can't get my thoughts straight here. Um, so these things are not things you're going to sit down and have done likely in five minutes. So you can do either do all five steps and take like half an hour a day, half an hour a week, or you can take the first step and you can do it every day for, you know, 10 minutes every day, like for five days and have a really good leg up on all of this. So it's up to you how you're going to do it. You're not going to get all of this stuff done, um, in half an hour. I'm just going to tell you that right now, unless you just joined Facebook yesterday or you just got on Instagram now, or you just started, um, getting emails from people. Um, okay. So the first thing (laughs) for reals this time, first step is to go through your followers on Instagram. Um, so at the top, when you're on your own sort of profile, there's followers following Actually, you could do both of them. So so click on followers. And what you'll see is there's some people on there that maybe, you know, you that followed you right from the very beginning. Um, So maybe it's from like the days you sold Tupperware or maybe it's from high school Um, or maybe it's from like when you first started, you didn't really understand how to use any social media, like hands up. That's all of us. Right. And so there's lots of people often that are following us that are not our perfect people. So usually what I suggest to people is they have a personal account that's like for their friends and family. And then their author account is like business. So whether or not it's a business account, it should be a business account. But anyway, whether or not it is, you should treat it like business. So treat it like business media instead of social media. So on your business media profile, you should um, curate who's following you so that it's really to the best of your ability, your perfect audience. So usually for children's authors, that's parents, grandparents, teachers, counselors, right? Um, it's people who have children in their lives. So if you go through your followers and um, it looks like a spam bot or it's a grayed out head, meaning it's also probably a fake account 
or um, you go to it and it's like super spammy, like maybe the name is Moms Are Us, but you go to it and it's like selling jewelry or something like that and it's not a real person. Um, there's nothing wrong with real people who sell jewelry. They might be your perfect people, but I hope you get what I mean if it's like really sort of just spammy. So go ahead and click on those people and stop them from following you. Now I'm recording this on my phone, so I can't walk you through it, but I think it's, you know, the three dots and then there's choices to have, like to say, like remove follower. Maybe you even swipe. You can even swipe left and do remove follower. So I wouldn't do more than like 20 a day. You might have 3000 people and realize, oh my goodness, I need to get rid of a thousand people. So do still do it, but don't do it all in one day because Instagram will start wondering what's going on and they might shut you down. So, um, so that's why I'm saying like five minutes, 10 minutes or a number like 20 a day. So then what you can also do is go through who you're following. The people who you're following, that's what uh, dictates what shows up in your feed. So if you're not really enjoying what's showing up in your feed, go through and see who you're following and stop following some people if, you, if you're not interested in that content anymore. Maybe you followed back to somebody and you didn't give a lot of thought to who you were following back. But um, now's the time you can you can just stop following them. Okay, so then on Facebook, we're going to do something similar. But Facebook, usually a lot of us have way more friends than Instagram. It can be really hard to comb through. And there's more clicks involved. It isn't as easy as swiping left. So when you're on Facebook, my suggestion would be to scroll through your own personal feed. And as you come across things that you don't like, um, remove them. So if it's crazy Auntie Betty, you can, maybe you don't want to unfriend her, but you could snooze her for 30 days or you could remove notifications. I forget what exactly the wording for the options, but when you land on a person, you're like, oh, these posts never make me feel good. These posts always burst my bubble, always make me feel bad. Click on the three dots to the top right of what they posted and you're going to have options. So um, unfriend, snooze, unfollow, all those kinds of things. So pick the most appropriate one and just do it as you're scrolling Facebook for five or 10 minutes every day for a week. And it's going to make a huge difference. Now the ads, you can, you know, like every four or five posts are an ad. It's a sponsored, sponsored post, right? You can choose what ads you see. You can't choose to not get ads. Like unless you have a feed blocker and there is some free Chrome extensions, news feed eradicator is the one that I have. Um, but you're always going to see ads. You're always going to see an ad every fourth or fifth post. So you're never going to change that. But what you can do is get rid of the ads for um, sunflower seeds that you don't like because you're allergic to sunflower seeds or <laughs> don't ask me where that example came from. Um, but especially now with the, uh, the iOS issues, you might see less and less relevant ads unless you opted in to allow Facebook to track you wherever you are on the internet, then you should still be getting relevant ads. So personally, I know I'm getting ads one way or another. I'd rather get relevant ads, although then I spend money. So maybe I wouldn't. Anyhow, spend five, 10 minutes as you're scrolling on your Facebook, um, hide ads, block people, snooze people, do everything you got to do. This comes in really handy at like election time, I have to say. And then 30 days later, you get your friends back, right? So um, what you see is different for everybody. It's very, very personalized. And so even things that you slowly scroll over, but don't comment, don't like nothing, don't interact with. But if you slowly read it, Facebook will show you more of that stuff. 
crazy, right? The algorithm is crazy, um, crazy brainy. Uh, groups, Facebook groups, Facebook pages. If you go to your Facebook groups and have a look, I think I recently looked and I'm a member of like 125 Facebook groups. That is too many. <laughs> it's also hard sometimes to leave them. So I would suggest at some point this week, you go to your group settings and you just see if there's any groups you can, you know, without another thought, just leave to clean that area up. Facebook pages that you follow that does populate in your newsfeed, but I don't find them for my own self to be much of a problem. So, um, so I guess that's going to be up to you. So that was number two, actually, but I didn't say number two. So the first step was comb through your followers and who you're following on Instagram. Second step was to curate your feed on Facebook. So that's the snoozing people, hiding people, unfriending, unfollowing, that kind of stuff. Third step to cleaning your digital house is in your email inbox. So I was on a call for the mastermind last week on Friday. And Rula said, Oh, Laurie, I have 3000 people. Like I have to go unsubscribe from 3000 people. I'm really hoping she was exaggerating, but it like hurt me a little bit. It was like an arrow to my heart. That's too many. You need to, you need to do this more often. So when you get an email, now here's what happens often, especially us as we're interested in book marketing, we're trying to learn new stuff, we get an opt-in or a freebie, and then we get on these email lists. And before we know it, we have all these emails. Often they are well-written, you know, if they're written um, to try to entice us to buy things or join groups or do whatever, they're well-written. And so it can be really easy to be to think, oh, I'm going to save that. I'm going to read that later. Oh, I definitely want to read that, but I know I'm not going to buy anything. I'm not really interested in, you know, like joining any groups or anything, but I definitely like this, this person's writing and I'm definitely going to read it. We can get so bogged down in emails like that, that it takes up a good chunk of our time, even just making that decision to read or to save or to delete. And so my suggestion is now as a marketer, because you need to think like a book marketer, as a book marketer, stop reading all those emails, just unsubscribe from them. So if you scroll down to the bottom, there's always a link. There has to be a link to unsubscribe. So you hit it, it's going to pop up in a new window. Sometimes it will give you like um, options. It's called subscribe preferences. So sometimes it'll be like, stay on this list, but not this list. Just go off all the lists, tell that person you never want to hear from them again, all that kind of stuff. Um, I wouldn't suggest, unless you really feel like it's spam, honestly, I wouldn't suggest saying, I think this is spam because you're annoyed that you get a lot of emails, um, because that can really hurt people's deliverability rates and their email service providers. So unless you really, really feel like it is spam, I wouldn't hit that. I would just say, I don't want to get them anymore. And, um, something else that came up on Friday was the fact that if you go to somebody's site and you get, let's say four of their free free email downloads or, you know, free PDFs or free whatever, you might be entered into an automation of three to five emails for people who get that thing. If you get a bunch of that person's stuff at once, you might be entered into four or five email sequences and you might be inundated with emails. And that's not cool, not cool at all. But I'm going to raise my hand and I'm going to admit that I have to clean my system up because I'm pretty sure this is happening and it's not cool. And I know that it's not cool. What I'm doing is explaining to you what happens so that you can maybe have like a little bit of empathy for people. It's not that they're trying to kill you with emails. It's that they haven't optimized their email system well enough yet. And I do think I'm guilty of this. So apologies to everybody if this has happened to you. Um, once I realized what was happening to, when I was getting emails from people, um, 
I understood it. And so I didn't like it. I went and unsubscribed, but I wasn't mad. And I, I think just understanding goes a long way to that. Okay, so maybe Saturday mornings or something like that, you give it half an hour and you unsubscribe from all the emails. Um, first, do all the like obviously scammy ones or people you used to follow years ago that you know that you will never ever want anything to do with them. You just haven't bothered to unsubscribe yet. So do those first. And then maybe the next week, start doing the ones that you keep to read. <laughs> Um, and just admit to everybody and to the whole world that you're never going to read them. Um, and, and just start uns unsubscribing. Okay. Because it will free up time, free up mental space in your brain when you don't have to sort through your emails. When you start getting to the point where you feel like you need to hire somebody to sort through your emails, this is when you need to go unsubscribe. Okay. Okay. So now, um, <laughs> this is one for me. Number four, if you do collect emails and send email automations and weekly emails and things like that, just go into your ESP, your email service provider and have a check to make sure everything's hooked up. Have a look, see how many unsubscribes you are. And if there's a certain point at which people are unsubscribing, because maybe something's funky in your setup and you need to fix it, just make sure that everything is how you want it to be to the best of your ability right now. Um, yeah. So that's, that's number four. Just check on everything in your email service provider. I thought I was going to say something else and then I didn't. And then it was awkward. Sorry about that. Okay. Last one. If you have a website, go to your website and scroll to the bottom of the page and check on your copyright date. So it's the C with a little circle and it can either say, you know, like 2005 to 2021 or whatever, like your start date to the current date, or it can just say copyright 2021, but it should not say 2018, 2019, 2020. Okay. You need to update it. You want it to be current. People look at that stuff. Um, maybe not like 100% of the time, but they definitely do look at that stuff. So that's the first thing to check is your copyright date. Make sure it's current. The second thing is to check and see if you have any broken links. Uh, there's free plugins if you're on WordPress. I think maybe if you're not on WordPress, you just have to click a lot of your links. If you have a lot of pages and a lot of links, then go to your Google Analytics and just see which pages get the most action and um, go to those pages and click those links yourself manually one at a time or hire like a 10 year old to go and click all the links and see what's not working. 10's maybe a little bit early, maybe 12 or 13. Okay. And then also just to have a quick check on your site, make sure all the pages are working. There's no 404 error, which is when you put in a URL and there's no page corresponding to that. Sometimes you update things and change things and just forget everything that's hooked up to it, right? So there you go. It's springtime, time to clean your digital house. I hope that you enjoyed that somewhat confusing, but a pretty good list. I'll go over it one more time, just in case uh, my confusion in talking about it confused you. First thing was comb through your followers on Instagram and comb through who you're following and try to make sure that everybody that's following you is your perfect person and try to make sure that everybody that you are following is somebody that you want to see their stuff in your feed. Number two is curate your Facebook feed by snoozing people, hiding ads, unfriending, unfollowing, muting, whatever you got to do. Number three was unsubscribe from all those emails that you never read and that you're not interested. That doesn't mean you're gonna not going to keep anything. There's always some good emails from some people, <laughs> Lori, um, but, uh, but get rid of the most of them. 
If you have an email list yourself, go and check on everything, make sure everything's going out properly and it's all hooked up. Number five is on your website, update your copyright to make sure the date is current and check for broken links and any 404 errors. And there you go, my friends, five things to clean your digital house this spring. Uh, What I absolutely can never give any advice on is cleaning your actual house (laughs) because that is certainly not my forte. Okay, I'll talk to you next week, everybody. Thanks for listening.